0: your host, Amanda Becker, an inner child coach guiding wounded healers to remove the blocks from their past so that they can begin to finally imagine the life of their wildest dreams. In these episodes, you will find the keys to healing your inner child so you can access your power, candid conversations about what it's like to be a human and a spiritual entrepreneur, and what it takes to create a thriving business. This is a podcast to lift you up into your highest expression of freedom and power. Let's dive in. Today, I'm going to be recording my first solo episode on the podcast. I'm feeling really, really excited to share with you guys some of the really big shifts that have been going on in my personal life and in my business throughout really the past few months. But I'm going to talk in particular about the past month because I have seen some of the most transformative and life changing things happening in my life. And I'm feeling ready to share them with you guys because they've started to integrate and i can truly say as i tune into this podcast that i am the happiest i've ever been in my business in in every area of my life my mindset and everything has shifted so perfectly to reflect where i really want to be heading in life and i'm going to share with you guys some of the tips that have gotten me there today so it's going to be really, really good. And especially if you are getting into human design by looking at my stories and looking at my feed, or if you were already into human design and um, all that good stuff. You're going to be learning more about it today. As you guys have seen, I've become quite obsessed with human design recently. I found human design a few years ago when I first learned my type, which is a manifesting generator. And it made a lot of sense to me back then because I've always been a very multi-passionate gal. I move from thing to thing very quickly and I get really bored, which is also my Sagittarius. I have so much Sagittarius in my chart So I get bored really quickly and I like doing all the things, working with new people, starting new projects, like I am just a hummingbird moving from thing to thing at all times. And I am also a line one, three in human design. And so the one, if you guys have that in your chart as well, is the investigator or the researcher and if you're a line one you might like more traditional forms of learning and schooling like i went to four years of business school and i got my degree and i really excelled in that environment because i just love learning and with line ones the thing about us is that we want to research the shit out of something until we know everything about it. And until then, we don't really like to share because we're like, oh my gosh, I need to go research. I need to know all the things. So that's been my process within the last month of finding human design. But I, when I found it a few years ago, it didn't really click for me. I went to go look at my chart online and If you guys have gone to like the My Body Graph website to look at your chart, you know that it's very confusing. I remember opening it up and just being like, what does this mean? Like I had no idea what any of it meant. And so I just decided like, okay, I'm a manifesting generator. That's cool. That gives me permission to like go be multi-passionate and do what I want to do. But other than that, I have no idea what any of this means. And then a month ago, I stumbled upon a podcast with The Balanced Blonde, if you guys follow her, her name is Jordan Younger, and Jenna Zoe. And Jenna Zoe has a few podcasts with Jordan where they really go into depth about the different types in human design. For those of you who don't know, there's five types of designs. So there's the generator, the manifesting generator, the manifester, and the reflector and in those learning about those types it all just really started to click for me and maybe you guys have had that experience too where you find something and it doesn't quite click you're like all right that's cool i'm interested but not right now and then at some point it comes back around and suddenly you become obsessed that's also a little bit of my line one wanting to like research and know everything but I just felt the call from spirit that human design was going to be the next step in my business, human design slash astrology. And then from that point on, I have been, you guys, I stay up really late at night because I cannot stop looking through human design books and learning and learning and learning. I'm absorbing all of it. So the breakthrough that I've had in my business so far this past month has really been due to human design learning about my type, my strategy, and my authority. So if you're wondering like what does this have to do with the big breakthrough you're gonna tell us, like I'll let you know, human design, is really, really an important piece to not only excelling in your personal life, but it has really, really changed the game in my business. So I made a post the other day for generators and manifesting generators. And if you're curious to look at your chart because you're listening to this and you're like, I have no idea what I am, you can go to myhumandesign.com. That's Jenna Zoe's website. And I just love the way that she breaks down your chart. And if you look over on the right side, it will tell you what your type is. And I would say the most important things to know when just looking at your chart are going to be the type, the strategy, the authority, and if you want to, your profile. So as I said, I'm a 1-3. There is six different profiles. So you will have a mix between two profiles. And once you look at that, you can go crazy. You can go on YouTube and start looking up stuff. You can um, start asking around. A lot of people are super into human design these days. So there's a lot of good information out there. But point being, heading back, um, if you're a generator or you're a manifesting generator, your strategy in life is to respond. And that means that we are really supposed to let life come to us. And if you're not a man, many general or you're not a generator, this doesn't mean that you're not going to resonate with what I'm about to go into because what I'm about to share is how I've shifted my life into following my highest excitement in all ways. So yes, this is like very particular for my type, but I think anyone can benefit from learning about how to make your life a little bit less mundane and how to shift into really creating a reality that feels so amazing for you. And that's what knowing my human design has taught me to do. So as someone who is responding to the universe around them, we are not supposed to be going out and forcing things. We are supposed to let our sacral center, our gut response, uh, tell us whether something is good for us or not. So that's really awesome because what I was going throughout my days and I was in this very robotic place of just needing to get things done, needing to force things, having my life set up in this very structured way that I felt like this is the only way it's allowed to be. I wake up in the morning, I do this meditation, I hop on my calls, and I go to yoga. And I had like these really strict schedules. I even was in this place too of like, I moved to Denver. I think it's been four months now that I've been living in Denver. I moved here from Santa Cruz and I haven't traveled once since getting to Denver. Because I had this huge block and this robotic part of me that was like, must do life in this way, must make money, must take calls, (laughs) must make food in this exact way. Like everything had become so structured and I was no longer responding to what was exciting me. I was just going through the day-to-day motions. So that's why I'm saying anyone can relate to this podcast episode because we all get into these little places in our lives where we're no longer following what inspires us anymore. And we're just doing things because we feel like we have to do them. Holy fuck. That is so boring. And it's so interesting that as humans, we have so many options, but we feel like we have to do things. And for me, that really comes in with like a little bit of the inner child stuff around survival and feeling like for a long time in my business, I wasn't making enough money to sustain me. I was working multiple jobs. I was having a hard time paying my rent. This was in the beginning of building my business. And so my body, not only from childhood, but from the beginning of my business, is holding on to a lot of survival. A lot of, okay, I need to do things in this way, and if I don't, it's all going to fly downhill. And same with like my health. I have to eat in this certain way. I have to work out in this certain way. I have to stay at home and have my 10 p.m. bedtime. (laughs) A little bit of this is also just being a type A person and a, a controlling person. And I don't say that in a bad way. I say that as that's been one of my coping mechanisms that I've learned throughout life, and I have a lot of compassion for that part of me. But I also see how much that was holding me back because throughout my day, there was no room to feel into the synchronicities of life, to feel into my body, and to see what was truly lighting me up. And it had just all become so boring. There's really no other way to say it. I live in this amazing place. Denver is full of opportunities and life. You can go up to the mountains, you can head to the park, you can go downtown. I have unreal clients. I I don't even know how I've built the community of clients I have. They are the most loving and incredible people. And I was still getting up every day and feeling like something was missing and something was not right. And when I learned that my strategy was to respond, to stop forcing, and to truly feel into like, what is exciting in my body? Like, what does my body tell me to follow? What does my body get super lit up by? And a really great example of that is uh, I was going to yoga. I have a yoga membership and I've done yoga. I was a yoga teacher. I'm not sure if many of you in the community know that I was a yoga teacher for a few years. That's how I began my spiritual journey. And yoga did so, so much for me. I still love it. It's my favorite thing. But I have gotten to a point where I was like, yoga is the only workout I can do. I have my membership. That's the only place I go. And I wasn't liking it anymore. But instead of letting myself experiment and try something else, I just kept going because I was like, okay, this is all I have. I just have to keep going. How often during our days do we do that? It's like, this is the only thing in my fridge. I guess I'll eat it even though it doesn't excite us. Or Uh, my, you know, this person's calling, I guess I should pick up because I feel like I have to, even though you don't want to. I was living my life like that. And once I noticed that, I was like, wow, what kind of workouts would feel exciting for me? And I started thinking about how I used to dance. Growing up, I did palms and jazz and hip hop, and it was actually a really uh, sad time for me. I loved the dancing, but I never made the high school dance teams that I wanted to. And I remember the last time I went to go dance and do an audition, I didn't make the team. And from that point on, I stopped dancing. Because in that moment, I learned that I was not good enough to be a dancer. And throughout the years, I have gotten more into like intuitive dance and just moving my body, and of course, going to concerts and stuff. But I've never thought about going to a dance studio again because I just felt a little scarred. And maybe those of you who grew up in competitive sports can relate to that. Like, once you're told you're not good enough, that feeling settles in and you no longer get to do that sport or that activity for fun and excitement. So that's where I'm heading with this is like, there is part of me that is naturally like, I love dancing. I li- I know a lot of my clients and community love dancing too. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. Uh, it's so good for the trauma I've experienced in my life because it takes me straight out of all the active anxiety in my head and right into my body. And that feels so good for me. And I was like, wow, I think I wanna go back to a dance studio. So that's where I came from this morning. I went to a ballet class. And last Saturday, I went to a hip hop class. And do you realize how fun it was for me to do something that my body and my soul was telling me that I needed to do versus just showing up to a yoga class that felt like something to check off my list? It has been incredible. And trying out cycling, trying out different kinds of workouts, I'm like, oh my gosh, what have I been missing? What have I been doing? So that's just a really good example of one way that this can show up in your life. It's all these little choices that we make throughout the day. So I want to be clear about that. It's not like these big overarching things that you need to go change in this very moment. It might be. You might have a job that's like draining the freaking life out of you that you need to get rid of. (laughs) But for the most part, you guys, it's the little things that we do throughout the day that can bring us so much joy. We know that. It's the little moments of simplicity that can bring us so much joy. So it's waking up in the morning um, and asking yourself, like, what feels exciting for me to eat? Do I want oatmeal or do I want a smoothie bowl? And in my opinion, it's been getting out of this masculine structure of the way that I need to do my day and letting my body truly respond to life throughout the day and guide me to where I need to go. So, after I finished my dance class this morning, I was feeling so good. And I just tuned into my body afterwards. Normally, I would have gone home, started working, like gone through my scheduled day, but my body was like, go try a new restaurant, like go try something new and fun. And that's one of my favorite things to do as well, like going to new restaurants, exploring. So, I went to a new place I'd heard of, and it was the best restaurant I've been to in Denver so far. It brought me to a whole new level of excitement. And then I was able to move from there and come home. And here I am recording this podcast episode, all because my gut is telling me, hey, this feels exciting. Move here now. Do this now. And I put this in my post the other day that as generators and manifesting generators, when we're not responding to what feels exciting to us, and we are in more of the codependent shadow, which all of the types have, the shadow for generators is that they always feel like they have to do what makes other people happy. So generators are like the life force energy (laughs) of the world and of the room. They're the people that just like light up an entire room when they are doing what makes them happy, what excites them. But the piece of that that holds them back is that they feel like they have to do things for other people first in order to make them happy and that that in turn will make them happy. But really, generators, what makes you happy is what makes other people happy. You being in that energy of like following your highest bliss and your highest excitement is what is going to lift up the people around you. So I want you to know that I have a little bit of that within me as an MG of like feeling like I need to like respond to this person, do it this way, because then the people around me will be happy. When really I've noticed now that I've started living in this way of just doing whatever the hell I want, people around me are responding to that. That's what my aura and my energy is putting out is how much I'm taking care of myself and how happy I am. And because I'm talking about manifesting generators, I'll let you know too that the shadow of the manifesting generator is feeling like we can't do all the things we want to do and feeling like we need to put ourselves in a box which what's what I was definitely doing before. Like, here's the way that I need to do it. This is the only way that I can do it. That's what society says. And not allowing myself to pursue all the things in my business that actually excited me. If you guys haven't noticed, I've made so many changes this past month. I've launched retreats. I've started the human design and astrology part of my business. And I'm offering human design slash astrology readings. And I am reformatting the way that I do everything and I'm sure I'm going to be adding even more stuff. I even have the now the new and the full moon circles. And that all came from a place of this actually excites me. And as a manifesting generator, I don't need to keep doing it one way. I don't need to just have a group program or one-on-one. I can do all of the things that I want to do at any time I want to do them. So Hopefully that resonates with you guys. And for those of you in the audience who are like, "Um, I'm a projector, which I totally forgot to say earlier when I said the five types, I think I forgot projector, which is really funny. Um, So if you are a projector, if you're a reflector, any of that stuff or a manifester, just know that in other episodes, I will be talking more about you guys It's hard to cover all of you guys in one episode because I can go into so much detail, but I know that from what I've pulled, a lot of my audience are also manifesting generators like me, and we are, yeah, meant to be multi-passionate, and I think that's why I have a lot of you in my community because we are all needing that activation and that permission to always do what is exciting us so i hope that has landed for you guys and just to like bring the whole idea home i'll share a little bit more too about just following like in your everyday life as you start to move that schedule out of the way and you start to follow what excites you you start to open up so many possibilities my life as i said in the beginning i was like i'm the happiest i've been because my life is now a life that is full of possibilities versus a life where i was forcing everything and when we force things we are going against the flow and that makes us frustrated and that makes us angry actually (laughs) we're moving against the flow of life and i know that i've experienced that so much when i'm trying to like work on a project or i'm trying to clean the house or whatever is coming up because i feel like i have to do that when really that isn't what my body is calling me to do in that moment and I'm working against my own energy, therefore becoming frustrated, angry, like, oh, why is life like this? Why am I doing this? So now that I've taken that stuff out of my day, that has looked like everything around me changing. That has looked like being in the feminine and moving from moment to moment and kind of seeing what my body is needing and what my body is calling for versus the structured idea of the reality I've created in my head of what I think I need. And this applies you guys, not only to how you're showing up in your business, how you're showing up in your personal life, but also what friendships, what people are surrounding you, what community is around you. I had to take a really serious look at the people I was hanging out with. And I do this every few months. I reevaluate the people that I'm hanging out with. And I get out of that mindset of, I need to hang out with this person because X, Y, Z. And I ask myself, does hanging out with this person excite me? Does it lift me up? Do I feel that sacral energy in my body when I'm like going to hang out with this person where I'm like, fuck yes. Like this feels so fun to me. And You need to be doing that with all the people in your life even with family that's the hardest part even with family sometimes i will go hang out with certain family members even if it's not full excitement but i go into it damn well knowing what i'm doing (laughs) i'm not going there thinking that it's going to put me in flow and it's going to excite me I take note of how much energy I have, what is my reserve of energy that I have, and I get to make that conscious choice when I do something that I know doesn't fully excite me. And Most of the time, I'm actually not choosing those things anymore, or it's really rare when I do choose them because we have to realize, no matter what energy type we are, that our energy is so precious. It really is. It's so precious, you guys. And especially if you are the generator or the manifesting generator, you're an energy type, meaning that you are fulfilling yourself and everyone around you with your own energy. That's why you light up the space. That's why you can get so much work done. But when you are not doing what you want to do work-wise, when you're not doing what excites you with your community and your personal life, you're going to feel drained. You're going to feel depleted. And you're not going to feel good at all. And it's such a waste of all that beautiful energy that we have when we're not actually utilizing it in the ways that we're meant to be utilizing it. So this episode is all about going, getting back in the flow, getting back in the flow of how you are meant to live your life. And no matter what energy type you are, we could all use this reminder that we don't need to constantly be going against the flow and forcing things. I've realized so much lately that things happen naturally without me doing a damn thing. And when I interfere with things that are happening naturally, it all flies downhill. And another really good example I can give you guys is that I've been planning my retreat in Sedona next month for the March equinox. I'm so excited. And I had made certain plans and I could tell that those plans like weren't working in flow for me anymore because I was getting frustrated. Like I couldn't find the right Airbnb. The people who I wanted to come like weren't fully lining up. I was like, why is this not working? And I dropped it. I just fully dropped it for a few days. And then the perfect different ideas came forward. I started to get really excited about the way that I wanted to do the retreat and the things that felt the most liberating and fulfilling for me. And I literally hopped on a call with my co-facilitator and She's going to be like leading dance ceremony. She's actually one of my clients for my Rising Spirit Group program, Sarah Boss. And we were hopping on and it was all just feeling so exciting, so exciting. And I was like, this is the energy of flow. This feels so good in my body. I hop on Airbnb. And you guys, there was no Airbnbs available for that weekend for March Equinox. Like they were totally sold out, especially for what I wanted. I wanted it like away from everyone else. I wanted a fire pit. I wanted to be like right in Sedona. And this Airbnb, you guys, just popped up out of nowhere. It is stunning. Like one of the most beautiful Airbnbs I've ever looked at. And one of those moments where I just looked at something, once again, my sacral response was like, yes, book it right now. That excitement was there. I booked it. And from there, everything just snowballed. People started paying their deposits. People started booking their flights. It's all happening. It's all coming together. And I didn't have to exert this insane amount of force or do things in a way that made me feel frustrated or yucky. I was able to get back into that flow. And this is such a good reminder for all my clients at all times. I always remind them if something is feeling against the flow, take a moment and reevaluate. Take a breath, take a step back and ask yourself, is this worth moving forward with right now? Or could I take some time to think about doing this in a different way? And when we are in that flow of what excites us throughout the day, just noticing when that energy stops, I have a really clear understanding now of like when I go do something that stops that flow of energy and just getting really curious, you guys. Last but not least, something that I think will really help you all to round out this episode is to give you one of the exercises that I give to my clients. And it is just the easiest exercise in the entire world, but it's very telling. It is an energizing slash draining exercise. So you take out a piece of paper or you can even use your phone and do it at the end of the day. You can do it throughout the day as well. That's usually a little bit better. On one side, you're going to do a plus sign. On the other side, you do a minus sign, obviously. And throughout the day, I want you to write down all the little things that are energizing you and then write down the things that are draining you and starting to get into the nitty gritty stuff that you're doing that you don't want to fucking be doing. So your minus sign might be that every day your mom calls at 2 p.m. And you pick up the phone even though you're in the middle of school or you're at the middle of work because you feel like you have to and that she's going to be upset if you don't pick up the phone call. Or every night you go to the gym after work even though you absolutely dread it and don't want to (laughs) go. Or you might have a whole group of friends where you're like, "Mm, these people don't excite me anymore, but I hold on because I feel like I have to. So these exercises can be really telling in the places that we are not responding to life, in the places that we are stopping the flow, and in the places where our life might need a major upgrade, where our energy and our aura could be, could be expanded. That's really what human design is all about is learning how to work with our aura and our energy and learn how to transmute that and transmit it in a really powerful way. So knowing your energy type in human design is so important because you get to see what blocks your aura and what enhances your aura. And for the MGs and the generators, us responding and being in that flow, we have unlimited energy, you guys. We're meant to have that unlimited life force energy. So after you do that exercise, just take note and see like, wow, which of these things do I not need to be doing? And out of the things that are replenishing me, how can I do more of that? One of mine was traveling. As I said, I hadn't traveled since I got to Denver. I just looked at the clock, it's one eleven. I love that so much. So I haven't, I haven't traveled since I got to Denver. And the most replenishing thing for me, all my Sagittarius, is like I need to travel. I need new, new, new. I need cultures. I need people to meet and talk to. Oh, it's just like it lights me up more than anything in the world. And I wasn't allowing myself to do that. And so this month, on the 27th, I'm heading to an event in Florida called Heart Spark. I'm gonna be with my community, have a cacao ceremony. And be on the beach. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited. And then the following month, I have the retreat in Sedona. So I am planning things for almost every month now because I've seen what excites me, what replenishes me, and I've taken out so many things that are depleting me. Even the little things, you guys, like can you outsource groceries? Can you outsource having someone clean your house? What can you get rid of in your life to make space for what excites you so that you can really lift the people around you? And knowing that the universe is always going to support you in your highest expansion. So that money might feel like a lot to you to pay to get that help, even getting an assistant in your business so that you can focus on what feels good for you. But it, in the long run, is going to allow you to focus on the things that do feel good for you. And that is going to absolutely change your life. Before I hop off today, I want to let you guys know about a few offers that I have going on right now and ways that you can work with me. So the first thing that I have going on that is really, really exciting to me is that I'm offering these human design readings slash astrology readings. And these are different than just a typical reading, so I should really call them human design coaching and astrology readings because a reading is just someone relaying the information to you usually they spend between you know 60 to 90 minutes telling you every part of your chart telling you what it means and although that can be really awesome i think that the coaching is more beneficial in my opinion just because it's not just giving you the information on your chart it's actually showing you like what are tangible ways that i can use this right now and you get to choose a theme for your reading. So the themes that I have discovered are going to help people the most is a business reading, a love and relationships reading, kind of like a healing and trauma reading, and that can show you where your wounds are. And then the last one's a general reading, if you kind of want to like meld together those or just use my having me use my intuition to look at the things in your chart that really stand out to me and then give you tangible solutions on that but these sessions allow you to ask questions and to walk away knowing how to use your design, your strategy, and your authority, but also how that's going to help the different areas of your life, just like how this has affected every area of my life. And specifically with the business part, in astrology, we have so much cool stuff that tells us and reveals to us what our purpose is. And that is like our North Node, where our Chiron is, all that really, really cool stuff. So that is one offering I have right now. That's in the link tree in my bio that you can book those sessions. And it'll take you straight to my scheduling link to book that. The second thing that I have is this fabulous retreat in Sedona. It is over the March Equinox weekend, so arrival is on March 20th, and then you'll be taking off uh, afternoon on March 22nd. So we will be spending time at this Airbnb that I've booked on a mountain in Sedona. We will be doing dance ceremonies and microdosing and so much healing sisterhood time. Also, of course, nature immersions in beautiful Sedona, getting out into nature and spending time with the earth and just releasing so much. There's so much I could say about this, but I actually just fully trust that the people who were meant to be there, they feel the call. When I talk about this, when I say Sedona, they know if they are meant to be there or not. And yes, all about sisterhood and ceremony. And that is a private application because I have only brought in current or past clients for the time being. But if you are interested in that, I am opening up a few private application spots. So definitely send me a DM if your heart and soul is calling you to Sedona and you are ready to transform and be held in sisterhood. And last but not least, I am opening up two one-on-one spots in my signature one-on-one program. That program is four months, and it includes a weekly call, a 60-minute deep dive with me, unlimited Voxer support, which is a walkie-talkie app, and unlimited access to my Teachable course, which has so much good stuff in it now and is actually being revised as we speak to incorporate a lot of human design and astrology pieces, as well as inner child work, because that will never go away and this program is for the wounded healer who really wants to transmute their pain into purpose and step out of that place of victimhood into a total place of empowerment lighting up their entire life with what is actually meant for them and what they're meant to do here on earth so just helping you step into that purpose through these modalities of inner child work, HD and astrology. So that link is also in my link tree to apply for my one-on-one program. And most of all, I'm just so, so thankful for you guys that are listening. As you guys know, this is a new podcast. Let me know if you like the solo episodes. You can send me a DM. I love to chat with you guys. And just please tell me if this resonated with you, what you got from it, what shifts and changes you are going to make in your life after listening to this episode or what it's inspired you to do and even send me over or post the draining and replenishing list after you do that, because that would absolutely make my day to see that this episode has been able to change your life and take you to a place of higher excitement. And please leave a review if you can, you guys. Take those two seconds to leave a review so that other people can find this podcast and experience some of the magical guests I have coming on soon for you guys. Okay. Much love. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you.